אתם עם SBS בעברית. לעוד סיפורים מעניינים, כנסו ל-sbs.com.au. שלום אוסטרליה. מייג'ר אופק אהרון, אייג' 28, ומייג'ר איתמר אל-הראי, אייג' 26, The officers were performing a patrol which apparently had not been properly coordinated at around 11 p.m. around their base, Nabi Musa, just north of the Dead Sea. Another officer, also on patrol, seeing armed men and believing he was under attack, opened fire at them. Aaron and El Hara were fatally wounded and were pronounced dead shortly afterwards. The deaths came a week after two Israel Air Force pilots were killed in a helicopter crash in the sea off the coast of Haifa. On Tuesday, the IDF released figures of fatalities in 2021. There were 31 deaths of soldiers in service compared to the previous year's 28. Only one soldier was killed in combat. Omer Tabib was hit by an anti-tank guided missile on the Garda Borza in May. Suicide remained the leading cause of death in the military, with at least 11 soldiers believed to have taken their own lives and another two whose deaths are currently designated as accidents, but which may have also been suicide. Of those three, and possibly a fourth, were members of the Ethiopian community. Another soldier, Yonatan Granat, died after he was shot in the head by another soldier who had allegedly fired a weapon on their base in violation of orders and is currently on trial for manslaughter. Over 50,000 new coronavirus cases have been confirmed this weekend, bringing active infections to 267,734. The number of serious cases is 387, including 93 people on ventilators. The death toll stands at 8,303. The positive test rate continues to rise, hitting 14.02% on Friday, while the R rate dipped slightly to 1.71. About 90% of those who have tested positive for COVID in Israel in recent days have been infected with the Omicron variant. For Foreign Minister Yair Lapid tested positive for coronavirus on Monday. He is quarantined at home without symptoms. Finance Minister Avigdor Lieberman announced yesterday that he had tested positive for coronavirus and will quarantine at his home. He said, I will continue to lead a responsible economic policy from home, keep track of the data and plan steps ahead. Two top IDF generals contracted the coronavirus on Monday. More than 5,000 IDF service members were diagnosed with COVID-19 as of Monday, more than five times the number of a week ago. All of the soldiers, officers and civilian employees of the IDF who tested positive have light symptoms. Prime Minister Naftali Bennett on Tuesday said he was working to ensure the economy remains open. Schools remain open even though few children are turning up. Where possible, schools are offering hybrid Zoom and in-person classes. Many teachers are also in quarantine and there's pressure on the Education Minister to allow them to teach on Zoom from their homes, which is currently not permitted. The Shin Bet has arrested five Jewish Israelis accused of assisting an Iranian operative who pretended to be a Jewish man in gathering intelligence and making connections in Israel. Some suspects told investigators that they were aware that the person calling himself Namda may have been an Iranian intelligence operative but continued their communications with him anyway. 
The suspects, four women and one man, are all immigrants from Iran or the descendants of Iranian immigrants. According to the Shin Bet, they took photographs of strategically significant sites in Israel, including the U.S. consulate in Tel Aviv, attempted to form relationships with politicians, provided information about security arrangements at different sites, and committed other offences in exchange for thousands of dollars. Two of the suspects also attempted to convince their sons to join an IDF military intelligence unit. None of the suspects had access to significant classified material, so there was no indication that this spy ring seriously compromised national security. It did, however, reveal a potential weak point that could be used by Iran in the future. Controversy over the planting of trees, which began a few weeks ago when KKL, the JNF, began foresting in a region settled by Bedouin from the El Atrash tribe, reached its climax this past week. 18 people were arrested on Tuesday for disturbing the peace during demonstrations and riots by Bedouin who view the work as an encroachment on their lands. The government has determined that the land is publicly owned, but the local Bedouin residents claim it is theirs. 11 people were arrested on Wednesday morning. Later in the day, Welfare Minister Meir Cohen brokered a temporary agreement easing the political crisis under which the planting was halted while all involved would enter negotiations. A delegation from the Likud party planted trees on Tuesday. Far-right religious Zionism MK Itamar Ben-Gvir attended the planting on Wednesday. The planting program also set off a coalition crisis, with the Islamic Ram party threatening to stop voting with the coalition while the work went on. Foreign Minister Yair Lapid said on Tuesday that politicians on both sides need to calm things instead of fanning the flames and called for the planting to be halted until a solution could be found. Opposition leader Benjamin Netanyahu issued a statement saying no one will stop tree planting in the land of Israel. I give me my backing to the security forces and demand that Bennett immediately condemn the incident by Ram, his senior government partner. Ram Party Chief Abbas said in response to the former Prime Minister that Netanyahu too had agreed to stop such efforts when the two were discussing potential political cooperation last year. Protests continued on Thursday with increased violence, more arrests and road blockages. Former Prime Minister Netanyahu's family's libel case against former Prime Minister Ehud Olmert began in the Tel Aviv Magistrates Court on Monday. In May, Netanyahu's family filed a defamation lawsuit against Olmert for calling the then Prime Minister, his wife Sarah and eldest son Yair, mentally ill in interviews. The suit seeks 837,000 shekels in damages for Olmert's obsessive efforts to harm their good name in public out of jealousy and deep frustration. The sides refused to reach a compromise, despite being urged to do so by the judge. Netanyahu attorney Yossi Cohen at one point said that in another country, Olmert would have been arrested for his comments. To that, the judge responded, thank God we're not in that country. In his trial, the Supreme Court on Tuesday approved a police search of the phones of two aides to former Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, who were accused of trying to intimidate a key trial witness, even though a previous search was conducted illegally. 
Even though they approved the phone search, the judges' justices criticised police and said their ruling doesn't lessen the unacceptable nature of investigators' actions and that it should be expected that such cases won't receive repeat themselves. Reports that state prosecutors are willing to significantly reduce the charges against former Prime Minister Netanyahu as the sides discuss a possible plea deal are filling the media. A wide range of conflicting reports have emerged about details of a potential plea deal between Netanyahu and the state in his ongoing corruption trials in three separate graft cases. A deal would put an end to Netanyahu's political career but keep him out of jail. Ora Herzog, the mother of President Yitzhak Herzog and widow of Israel's sixth president, Chaim Herzog, died last Sunday night at the age of 97. Prime Minister Naftali Bennett eulogised Herzog as a public figure and social activist who loved her people and country. She lived humbly and raised a family to be proud of while constantly working for the public and Israeli society. He sent his deepest condolences for, to her family. May her memory be a blessing. This is Peter Jones-Pellach reporting for SBS Radio from Jerusalem. Facebook <laughs>